Hey, welcome everybody. This is the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. You are joining us uh, for the last uh, podcast of the uh, 2021 calendar year. Certainly not the last one of the season by any means, but uh, definitely the last one for 2021. And um, we are coming off a pretty lackluster performance uh, in Kansas City last week. Uh, We'll dive into that as well as many, many other things associated with your Pittsburgh Steelers. We expect Ian to be along shortly after one of his 312 kids falls asleep. Uh, But until then, Mr. Ben Anderson is kind enough to join us. And uh, Ben, uh, have you had a chance to grab something to drink tonight? I have. And it is? Uh, Twilight Gold Nail. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Yeah, it's good. Uh, It's tasty. Well, tasty is good. Um, I, I just have, uh, from, from America's oldest, brewery, uh, Yingling light. I uh, needed something cold tonight. I don't know why. Just, just felt like that. I, I don't believe me. I've got my whiskeys sitting here next to me. Mm. Um, I did mention on Twitter and I, I, I probably jumped the gun a little bit because I don't, I don't know <clears throat> for sure, but I'm assuming that you guys probably, um, uh, were gifted perhaps some alcohol um over the holidays and if i was wrong in that assumption then then i stand corrected but uh i picked up uh, another bradshaw bourbon nice um and uh uh, a maker's mark i got uh a fifth of that yesterday or two days ago so uh doing very well in that department yeah yeah so um yeah yeah i'm Uh, I'm usually not suffering for whiskey i no i would think not yeah i would think not doing pretty okay Um, Okay, so you know what? I look. I uh, I didn't expect a bunch uh, from from the game in Kansas City. I thought it would be a much more competitive game, um, but it was not. Steelers lose thirty six ten. It was very very ugly. The 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 seven of the ten coming in uh, uh, the final minutes there to make it. A tad more respectable. The the term um, you're looking for is garbage time. G- garbage time and. Um, yeah, well, uh, so much garbage time that Mason Rudolph eventually made an appearance, uh, fitting, fitting the day after Christmas. So Rudy making an appearance uh, at that time of year not surprising, but um, it was just bad, Ben. Um, I, I mean, spend as much or as little time as you would like to, uh, giving your thoughts on what you saw Sunday. Uh, it, it was pathetic. Um... Yep. Both lines, bad, 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 bad. Yep. Um, TJ Watt, obviously not 100% doing everything no. he can to, you know, to try and make a difference. Um, it was just – it was awful. They couldn't get any pressure on Mahomes at all. Um, the few times they did pressure him, you know, he still made a few throws. <laughs> Um, he's obviously a very good player, but they made it easy for him. Yeah. Which sucks. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, the defense. You know, when you look at the the number of points they've given up in the in the past five weeks, mm-hmm. they lead the league in points surrendered by like 30 points. Yeah. Over so the last close. five games. It's ugly. It is ugly ugly and this was a vaunted unit coming into the season we thought they were going to be really good Mm -hmm. and they needed to be really good this year 
to carry this team because the offense obviously wasn't going to do shit and and yeah. still isn't. No. Um, I would say the offense is is worse than we expected. We weren't expecting much, but they're a little worse than we expected. The defense is much worse than we expected. And if you look at this team as a whole, they all three units, all three phases, they range between average to below average. Yeah. The whole, and I'm just talking about the team, you know, the, the right. ingredients, the ingredients that are going into the cake. Um, this is not a good team. And I, I'm not, I know a lot of people want to put it on coaching, um, um, locker room leadership, um, talent. It's all of those things, man. Um, They've had a few bad drafts. They've had some poor off seasons. I think their off season strategy this year with the offensive line in particular was tragic, tragic. I cannot believe knowing they were going into this year with a 39 year old quarterback and no run game. And an offensive line that was shit. This was their approach. Ah, eh, well, well, you know, we'll put a couple of rookies in there and we'll sign a retreads. And, you know, it'll be fine. No, no. Did you saw you saw Chuk's Okora four play last year. He wasn't yeah. good. You saw Zach Banner play last year. He wasn't good. No. Okay, you only saw one game, but he wasn't good. All right. Um, you took a college center who has four starts at center and expected him to be NFL ready. He's not ready now. He's played a oh, whole season yeah. and, he, and he's yeah. not ready. I mean, and, and honestly, Sunday may have been his worst game. Sunday may have been Kendrick Green's worst game. Ever. It was bad. It was bad. It was horrible. He, there were, there were plays when he lit, when he whiffed so bad on the guy in front of him that he literally just fell straight forward, touched nothing. I was like, uh, how, yeah. how is this guy still, why isn't he on the bench? I mean, honestly, JC Hassanow would be better at this point. And he said, well, eventually he was, um, although yeah. they said it was an ankle injury, which seemed to be perfectly in time with, uh, the play calf. in which Ben was nearly killed. Yeah. A calf injury. Uh, but we'll, we'll dive into that. Uh, Ian, uh, good to have you back joining us. Uh, we, we trust that, uh, you have one of the children's very nearby you, I'm, I'm guessing. I do. Uh, yes, yeah. indeed. Um, I'm also this... wearing this old ratty hat that my dad bought for me the first game of Ben Roethlisberger's career back in 2004, and wow. I still I was, have it. I was going to guess 94. Yeah, no. It's, yeah. Uh, it's it's seen some stuff. It's seen a few AFC championship games. It's seen a few, uh, you know, worn it through Super – not two Super Bowls, unfortunately. Right. I didn't get to go to any, but, you know, wore it while watching a few so yeah oh hello oh, oh there's a foot there's it's a, a foot, foot on the screen ladies and gentlemen. yes um that's that, that's, that, that's pretty cool and uh, yeah. uh we'll we'll get into the whole ben thing here for sure because i know we all have uh thoughts and comments um uh ian after what you saw sunday is it is it remarkable that this team is 500 <laughs> Um, I mean, the, the Chiefs are a really good team, but they we are. just looked like dog shit. I mean, we, we've looked like a 500 team all year, right? We, we win close games in ugly fashion, and we get blown out by people. Like, we've been inconsistent all year, and that's the mark of a 500 team. So, I mean, I'm not surprised that we're 500 because we look like a 500 team. Um, you know, I think we're, we're all 
old enough to remember, you know, the six and 10 team and then some of the seven and nine teams and some of those, Mm -hmm. you know, and and this team is not that bad, but they're not good either. Right. No, they're, they're pretty bad. They really are. And I, I mean it. I mean, our defense is below average. Our, our offense is below average. Our special teams, which aren't that great. Right. Okay. Uh, um, are uh, you know they're the best unit, <laughs> the best unit of the team right now, and and, yeah. and they're they're average at best. They're average on a good day. Honestly, it could be argued, and people are going to roast me for this. It could be argued that the coaches are doing a very good job, given the talent they have to try to make this work this year, and it sucks because. I, in particular, the defense, I expected so much more. And it mm-hmm. just, they're awful. You know, it's, Devin it, Bush, yeah. Devin Bush has not returned to form. We all know this. Nope. Uh, Stefan Tuitt being out all year. Tyson Aloalu breaking his ankle. Um, Joe Schobert being good in coverage, but not much else. Nope. Um, you know, all of it. The, the situation at slot corner is shaky at best uh, that defense is just not good at all it, it, it's not and yes you can point to injuries you, you can point to a few different things but it, therefore the depth has not been good either because no. that that has not filled it admirably at all i mean derek tuska i mean why the hell is that guy still getting reps why why does he have a spot a regular spot on this roster I, I would chalk it up simply because they got nobody else. They played a guy named John Simon last week. Yeah, I mean, well, they, they played everybody late yeah. in the game. They played every single guy to give them, I they think, did. just game experience. They were just like, yeah, go yeah. in there. Go play. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah we're not going like, to win. We're not going to win anyway. Let's get everybody in there. Yeah, it was an empty-the-bench uh, yeah. scenario there. Um, exactly. At, at the end, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, think about yeah. where we were at the beginning of the year, though. It seemed like we had a plethora of outside linebackers with Melvin Ingram and Quincy Roche and Jameer Jones, and then they Roche gets picked up on waivers by the Giants. After cutting camp. Roche was fucking stupid. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. And then they cut Jameer Jones after two games. Right. And then they yeah. traded Melvin Ingram, and that's what happens when you, Jameer, you know. I, I still don't understand keeping Jameer Jones and cutting – I, I know they thought they could get Roche through waivers and they put him on the practice squad. That was stupid. I, I, I think anytime you do that with a young edge rusher, it's stupid. I just do. I, I, I tend to agree with you, especially I mean, a guy that, that – okay, granted, he was a one-trick pony. All he was yeah. good at was rushing the passer. But yeah. so? There, somebody was exactly. going to him, and he got nabbed immediately. Mm-hmm. It, well, no, I, I know. I just – my point is that – Teams look for those kind of guys. Fine. Okay, you're going to be a pass rush specialist. We'll find a place for you because we can yeah. use you on special teams we'll, too. We'll figure yeah. it out it, yep. for a year yep. or two while you learn to set the edge and you learn to cover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, we'll use you on special teams, just like you just said. And then yeah. you'll, be the, you'll be the fourth or fifth outside linebacker. You won't get any snaps or many snaps on defense, but you'll learn. And yeah. that's where he should have been this year. Instead, right. he's a giant and doing just fine. He's having... 
Yeah, he's he's getting about 50% of snaps per game since like week eight and mm-hmm. has two and a half sacks. And yeah, I mean, which is fine for a sixth round rookie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I, with, More than with, Derek Tuska has done. Considering that with, with the, the, I guess, the mess that they made of the outside linebackers, plus the mess that they made of the offensive line, uh, Ben, we'd have to say pretty bad year for Kevin Colbert. I mean, it, it, it's not just Colbert as far as the draft goes, oh, no. but oh, no. but yeah, I mean, Colbert Colbert has final say. Yep. Um, contractually, he, he can he can put his foot down and say, "No, we're doing this." It's always been a collaborative, you know, process between the coach mm-hmm. and and the general manager. In this case, or it used to be the director of football operations. Now, uh, Kevin is vice president of football operations and general manager. So he's, you know, he's got a little, little more say, a little more right. cachet into right. his title, and he's got a little more say in what goes on. Um, but yeah, I'd say it was a bad year. Yeah, that definitely I mean, below average. You know, like like I mentioned last week, you know, Kelvin Beecham was a free agent. Um, mm-hmm. He signed. Kelvin Beecham signed for two years, two years total, what they paid Zach Banner for one year. Okay? Yeah. So they could have gone to Beecham and said, hey, we'll give you four and a half or $5 million for two years. How do you mm-hmm. feel about that? And he would have took it, taken it. You want to come back? Because we'd like to have you back. Yeah. And put and, and put his ass at left tackle. And he's not a great – he's a journeyman left tackle. But he's right. he's started every game for Arizona this year and then drafted Creed Humphrey in the second round. Yes, I know. You wouldn't have gotten Pat Fryermuth, who's going to be a very good player. But, again, the impact of skill players is blunted. It's diminished yeah. greatly when the offensive line is as bad as this unit is. And they suck. It's it's not good, and I do want to give a shout out to uh, uh, Chris G, um, who, who's a friend of our site. He's written some stuff for us in the past. He he posted that picture on uh, uh, Twitter of um, Kendrick Green and Dan Moore standing with uh, Creed Humphrey and and uh, I forget the other young man's name, rookie lineman for the Chiefs, Smith. Smith, yeah, and. Uh, Wow. Uh, nice job, were, Chris. Way to, way to they, rub it in. Yeah, yeah. Let's take that dirty diaper and just smear it in your face. It's exactly go. what he was doing. Uh, Bastard. You know, it's it's one of those things. I mean, you second-guess the draft every single year and two years later and three years later. And I, I didn't love the pick that day. I didn't I didn't I, like I didn't like the pick of Najee Harris in the first round. I you know, and it's not it's not because Najee's a bad player or a bad guy, he's a great right. player, right? He's a great talent. But you need an offensive line in front of you to be effective. They've neglected, and he it. doesn't have one. Yep, they've just neglected it too long. Um, uh, you know, and you know, you were talking about all the points they've given up in the last five or six weeks. I mean, that that throws in a thirteen point defensive performance against the Titans. So right. that tells you how bad they're doing in some of the other games. Jeez. Um, yeah, so I, the Chiefs are done. They will go on into Cincinnati, and and look, it's real clear there. If Cincinnati beats the Chiefs, they win the AFC North. Um, if they lose, then the door remains open um, for, for everyone. For, for everyone, 
Right, for everyone. Um, basically, what we have coming up on Monday night um, with Cleveland is is pretty much an elimination game. Uh, you lose, you're done. And uh, yeah. you, you win, you remain hopeful. And uh, we, we still need some assistance from other areas, but we'll, we'll get into that here uh, coming up. The Steelers just, have got to win yeah. two games, and, and that's the thing yes. they should be focused on, is yep. just winning two games, not worrying about who wins what and who does what. They need to win two games. If they don't win two games, they're not getting in. No, no. And, and as we have discussed many times on this podcast, it would be most fitting if they split the final two games, because we all know that means they would finish eight, 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 and eight one. one. Yeah. 500 one more time. 500. Yeah. Uh, just a reminder. Uh, we are proudly presented to you by deck roofing incorporated of South Florida deck serves Broward and the Southern Palm beach counties, whether it's commercial, industrial, residential, multifamily or condos contact deck roofing today by visiting deckroofing.com. And uh, by the way, my best wishes to everybody down there uh, in the deck family. They literally all are dealing with COVID right now. Um, The only one that's not is the man himself, John Deck. Uh, He swore to me over the weekend that alcohol is the best way to keep COVID away. Uh, So uh, whether or not there's any scientific proof of that, I don't know, but I'll take his word for it. Sounds like something my grandfather would say. Right, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you want to stay, yeah. you want to stay healthy, drink, drink some bourbon, yeah, drink some uh, whiskey, whiskey, yeah, something to that effect. Um, Ian, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, first comments that he has made regarding his uh future, and you know, I read through some of the comments, um, just before we, we started here, just to get a little more grasp on it, and I mean, he doesn't come right out and say, this is my last home game or I'm done at the end of the season. But, I mean, he certainly he was pointing to that. And as we all know, that's kind of the way Ben has been over the last 18, 19 years. Um, Do you think he's just been worn down by this year and maybe that's what's leading him to this? I think so. I think it's on on all fronts that, you know, his – Oh my goodness, Margaret! His his offensive line is not effective. They can't keep him clean. He doesn't have time to throw. He doesn't have the same touch on his throws as he used to. So yeah, it's just all all around. He just doesn't quite have it anymore. Ben, uh, I'll, I'll keep the question with you. Do, you. do you think he's just beat down, worn down by all this? I think he knows that his. I mean, he's reading the tea leaves, man. His his body is not what it once was. His ability is not what it once was. Um, Frankly, this line stinks, and they're not giving him any time. He's getting beat up bad. He's more likely to get injured. Um, He's more likely to have those injuries take longer to recover from. Um, You know, all these things that father time does to you over a period of time, you know, (laughs) and uh, there's no getting around it. And no. I, no. you know, if I'm him, I'm also looking at this offense and I'm going, what the, what the fuck are we doing? I mean, honestly, that's, that's the look I've seen on his face the last couple of weeks. Um, he has looked very much to me um, like he has become disinterested. Um, like he has become disillusioned, maybe. I, like I wouldn't just, say disinterested, but yeah, I, I he's, say, he's. I wouldn't. Say for him, it's disinterested. 
I, I, I just frustrated at the play call. He yes. doesn't understand why they're calling the plays that they're calling yeah. in the situations yes. when they're calling them. Yes, yes. absolutely. That's a much better way and, Ian, of, of saying and, that. You know, I, I kind of wish he would just, I don't know, cut the wire and, you know, on the speaker and his helmet and go, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't hear you. I'm, I'm just going to call a play. It's fine. Sorry, coach. Can't hear you. <laughs> We're going to do it right down here. Draw him in the dirt. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I mean, it, it, it's just not not everybody can walk off like John Elway did, um, or or a Peyton Manning did. You, you, not everybody has those opportunities, and uh, you know, well, while sad, I mean, honestly, I, Ben could have this year if if two things had happened: one, if yeah. they had fortified the offensive line, like right. they should have, yep, and then made running back a secondary priority. And if the defense has stayed healthy, but neither yeah. one of those things happened, so I don't no, see it. It's right, and and that's that's what I was getting at is the things that needed to happen did not happen. Um, the health, the fortifying the line with experience, um, and, and granted, I I understand we all understand the cap issues had something to do with that at the time. Um, but David still Castro walking away, Stefan to it, never coming back. Exactly. Um, you know, I, I Steven mean, Nelson deciding he didn't want to play for us anymore. I mean, there was a lot of extraneous factors that happened. a lot of yeah. things going on. Um, and it, it just hasn't, uh, it just I mean, hasn't it, gone the way it needed to go. It, Nelson didn't really make that decision. I mean, basically it was, you know, he, he asked for a, a lot of money. Where, where they, is he by the way? Philly. Philly. And, right. um, and they weren't willing to to pay the price he wanted, and um, you know they moved on. Yeah. Long story short, so uh, you know, said, "Hey, uh-huh. well, you're not going to get that from us. Why don't you go ahead and hit free agency now?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Ian, are you going to be there on Monday night? I will be. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. It's my birthday too. So oh, nice little you. birthday gift of sending off Ben. You know. Yeah, uh, you know, they they typically um, announce the uh, – whoever wins – depending on how the toss goes, that's what usually determines who they're going to introduce. Uh, would you, based on your experience uh, being at Heinz Field as often as you have, will that matter and they're just going to go ahead and announce the offense? Oh, they're they're absolutely announcing the offense. Yeah, they did the defense last game, and I was, I was yep. kind of wondering. I was like, all right, two games left. Who are they going to do? And they did the defense last game, so it's absolutely the offense. That was my thinking when yeah. uh, when they did the defense there against yeah. the Titans as well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's – you know, I, I think a lot of people are already starting their uh, down memory lane, their eulogies, all this other stuff, if you will. I'll get there. I'm not ready for that yet. Um, I mean, honestly, the whole "I'm so depressed, I'm gonna cry," blah blah. I'm like, why? Well, I mean, think about it. There, there, there are some people out there, a lot of people, especially on Twitter, yeah. that Ben Roethlisberger is the only Steelers quarterback they've they ever known. They don't remember Tommy Maddox or Kent Graham or Bobby Brister or Neil O'Donnell or Cordell Stewart or any. Okay, of I mean, but I know. mean, I was a little kid when Terry Bradshaw retired, and I didn't cry. I was like, oh well, that sucks. I did. Well, you know, <laughs> whatever. I'll never forget it. My I'll... my point is just that I, I think what we should do in this instance is just be grateful yes. that we had a no great question. quarterback for a good 18 years. Because mm-hmm. that just doesn't happen, no. you know, especially now. 
very seldom do these guys play for one franchise for their entire careers. And this really is a a unique situation where you've got a guy who the vast majority of his career has been a really, really good quarterback for, Mm -hmm. you know, almost 20 years. Mm Mm-hmm. That's something people should be celebrating, not moping over. I I get it. I get it. It, Next year, it's going to be Rudy and some vet competing, you know, and Haskins too. And it'll be maybe it'll be a three man competition. Quarterback ain't going to be great next year. No. Okay. Um, But, you know, you don't get the franchise quarterback every single year. It, it, it is what it is. And, and football is cyclical. And, you know, some of you are going to figure, are going to find out what it was like back in the eighties and nineties. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, t- talk to go to a game. If you get a chance to go to a game, listen to some of the old, older folks uh, at the tailgate or uh, sitting in the stands. I mean, believe me, they can tell you what the Tommy Maddox. Oh my God. You know, my- they, Mike Tomzak. Hey, Tommy Maddox, to his credit, nobody really expected anything from him. Remember, he got that second chance because he did so well in the XFL, you know? Yeah, that's right. Uh, who was – uh, Ian, MVP. Yeah. Ian yeah. who was the guy that um, Cower let start for like a quarter and a half? Jim, Jim Miller. Miller. Jim Miller. Jim Miller. He, was Miller. he went He went from starter to third team in less like than a that. half. Yeah. <laughs> Jim is, he's on radio here. Uh, I can get it once in a while because he's on Chicago radio because, you know, he spent time with the Bears. Um, He he does a pretty good job. He's on NFL radio too, but uh, I give him credit. He does not disparage Cower or the Steelers whenever it comes up because he easily probably could, but he's pretty good about it. So I'll give him, I'll give him Yeah, Cower. I mean, I, I, I'm surprised he, he gave him the yank that quick. And then oh, to demote fast. him, he demoted him before the yeah. game was over. I was like, uh, all right. That was, uh, that was at Jacksonville. It was at Jacksonville, yeah. 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 Um, man. It was 99, um, I think. It was the first week of 99. Yeah, it sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. Was it? I yeah. think was so. 99? Yeah. Because yeah. 98, we went to the. Was 98 the AFC Championship game we lost no. to Denver? 98, 98, they, they went 7-5, and five, and then they had that coin toss game in Detroit right. and that lost. The and then they, right. finished, they finished 7-9. and nine. Yeah. The next year, they went 6-10. and 10. Uh, Then the year after that, they went 9-7 and seven and missed the playoffs. Right, yeah. And, and, then, and then, you know, Correll people – people, Yeah, and then yeah. people wanted uh, – people wanted – no, no, Cordell was already – Yeah, he would already been there. Cordell was a Steeler in 95. 95, um, that's right. People want a cow or fired. He mm-hmm. missed playoffs three years in a row. They want oh, him fired. God, people, yes. people forget about this. People yeah. wanted him fired. He had he had, couldn't win the big game. That he was win the big game. He'd had a handful of home AFC championship games. He'd lost those. He hadn't been to the playoffs in three years. People wanted him fired. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if Twitter would have existed so, back then. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I mean, it wouldn't have made any difference. The Rooney's no. gave him an extension. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then a few years later, he won a Super Bowl. So. Yeah. Yeah, all mm-hmm. you armchair GMs. Yeah, stop. Yeah, stop. You, Just you gotta have patience, people. Quit. You have quit while you're behind. <laughs> For sure. Uh, Najee Harris is actually 16 yards away from 1,000 yards, um, which 
it's impressive uh, when you consider the offensive line, but it's also what does that average out to over 17 games, like 56 yards a game, something like that. So, you know, it's it's not what it once was, but I think I'd it's, say I'd say the most impressive thing with Najee has been his durability. I mean, look around absolutely. the league at running backs like Derrick Henry went down and, you know, Christian McCaffrey's missed a bunch of time and all these yep. star running backs have just missed a lot of time this year. And, and Najee has been durable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he really has. Um, you know, so he's he's more than likely going to get that uh, thousand yards this year. He's already up over sixty receptions as well. Um, you know, and, and again, we we can play the what if game, and you know about whether we should have drafted him, should have built the line, whatever it is, what it is. He's our running back, um, and and you know he he's. He's been there every week, and that's as much as I can ask of that. Najee's um, Najee's extremely talented, and he's yeah. he's a great person by all accounts. Very great person. Yeah. The problem is the line, mm-hmm. and that that's what made him a bad pick. That and the fact that Cow Cower, excuse me, yeah. Tomlin is going to run his wheels off. He, he's he's going to have five years where maybe yep. he's productive. I, I hope he's more productive than this year, where he's averaging three point seven yards per carry. Um, and then he's, he's done. He's, you know, he's going to touch the ball 400 times this year, man. Yeah. 400 times. Yeah. Any doubts that anyone would have had that Tomlin wasn't going to run his wheels off. Look at this year already. I don't know what Um, you were smoking. If you thought that was the case. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, couple yeah. of other uh, uh, items. Uh, we still don't know if we will have Presley Harvin III this week. He is still tending to uh, the death of his father. Um, Corliss uh, Waitman, who we had a little bit of familiarity with, came in and punted extremely well. Um, and, you know, this is a business. I think it was uh, Jimmy Johnson many years ago uh, that, that made the comment about uh, – Something along the lines of, uh, I, I don't care why it is you're not on the field, you can lose your starting job. Um, and, and I'm not yeah. saying Presley Harvin will, but this definitely opens the door. It was going to be open anyway for competition based on his performance this year. But, the the uh, thing you know. that, that Waitman can't do is roll the ball. And I, that's why he didn't win the job. He's got enough. He's got plenty of leg strength. That's yeah, not oh, the yeah. issue. What these really good punters can do is drop the ball inside the 20, mm-hmm. inside the 15, and not have it roll into the end zone. Right. Because they have the ability to make the ball come back or yeah. roll this way. They're that good at kicking. Waitman can't do that. What he can do is kick the ball high and long. Mm-hmm. No, um, you're right. But what he needs is the gunners to get downfield and be able to down that ball. And that's been kind of a mixed bag. It's a pretty average unit. Yeah, well, yeah, that's for damn sure. Um, Ian, uh, have you seen – this is an unusual question that I doubt many podcasts are talking about. Have you seen anything of Matt Canada that makes you say, okay, I I like what he's doing there, or I see what he's trying to do there. (laughs) Is there anything there? Uh, It's a loaded question. (laughs) No, um, <laughs> and and not only that, it seems like Ben, who's the guy with the most ex- offensive experience of anyone on the team, doesn't even have the the leeway to say, "Hey, I see this. Let's do this because it's going to work." Like 
last year for as bad as Randy Feekner was. And we talked about this a lot that Ben was basically in the second half of games drawn up plays in the dirt because mm-hmm. he was like, I see this out there. Hey, Juju running out. And <laughs> it still worked because right. like Ben saw something and he would just tell the guys at the line what routes to run but it worked because ben has seen enough defenses to know what they're throwing at him and know what's going to happen um but this year he doesn't even have that that leeway it seems like or or you know the ability to audible or whatever it is that you know he's really hamstrung i think that's some of his frustration with you know saying he's done after this year is that he doesn't have that freedom anymore that he had under under previous offensive coordinators I think that's a part of it. I, I think yeah. we also need to bear in mind that uh, specific to this last week, um, having been at a game in Kansas City, and it's it's been a little while, but that is an incredibly loud stadium. Very difficult. To Trying to audible there, unless you know your players really, really well and can just use hand signals, it's – it is very difficult place. One of the a loudest. Really yeah. hard place to to audible at the line. Really hard place. So, I mean, it'll be easier this week because he's at home and he can go. Yeah. You know, he can he can do the thing where he's like, okay, that's enough. You know, but on the road, that's tough, man. It's it's funny you mention the the on the road versus on the home and communicating. I, the older I get the more I realize there's a lot of dumb fans out there. It stuns me. You Maybe just are getting and, that? I, well, let me finish. The amount of people in Heinz Field who start cheering louder as Ben comes to the line, I'm looking around like, no, no, calm down. Cheer between plays. If it's a big play, scream your head off. And then when he comes to the line, be quiet again. He's got to communicate. When we're on defense, go nuts. I don't care what you do. But it just seems to me the the more I've been to games in recent years, people aren't realizing this. They just scream regardless of the situation. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. Um, No, I've definitely seen it too. Ian? I've, I've definitely seen it too, yeah. Yeah, people have no idea. Stadium no. etiquette, nothing. That, no, yeah, no it's clue. just, I, I'm sure part of it's probably alcohol and who knows no. what else. But, but there no. was alcohol in games years ago, too. You know, we need smarter fans, damn it. Um, well, the Steelers the Steelers yeah. are two and five on the road. Yeah. And they're yep. five, five, two, and one. Thank you, Rudy. Jackass. At home. <clears throat> yeah, the actually, defense didn't as, help that As far day as either. I'm concerned. They should be five and three at home because tying the Detroit Lions should be a loss. Um, but uh, yeah, I, you know, it just shows you that there's a level of difficulty, especially mm-hmm. this year with the talent disparity they have, that makes playing at home a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. No, there's no, there's no question. Um, well, when you have this many young guys on an offensive line, it's hard to do a silent count because they're not used to playing with each other. They don't know what the signals are. They don't know how to because time the it center off. ignores the guard sitting next to him, tapping him on the ass. Yeah, that's that. Too. Yeah, yeah, all that. Well, you know, we were trying to, and I was, I don't really know. Well, and I was trying to get the snap, but I wasn't sure. And then, when then your center can't even snap the ball in the right place and it's snapping right. it over Ben's shoulder, and yeah, it's yeah, it's bad. 
We need to draft a center next year. Green is not it. I, you, I'm you not sold on. Him. Would you move no. the guard? Uh, I'd do that before I'd play him at center again. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he's an undersized center. He's undersized guard he, too. He'd be an undersized. He'd be a way undersized guard. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, um, you know, being that small and quick, you could play center if you learned how to use your hands, which he I, doesn't do. I, mean, I don't I'm, know, man. I, his balance worries me now. I mean, if he doesn't, I, if he doesn't see some dramatic improvement, I I am starting to see just mm-hmm. a guy who's going to be a bust. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he, that he. Well, he's a third round pick too. I mean, I, I don't. How much of a bust can you call a third round pick? Like, you don't expect a third. That's round a pick premium to come in pick. Yeah, no. When one. you when you take a guy, no, not necessarily year one, but when you take a third round pick, you're looking at a guy who's going to be a starter. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Future starter, but not a year one yeah. starter. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Right. I I'm, you know, I mean, I, I look at a guy like uh, like Dan Moore, who I don't think should be starting this year. I, I don't think it's fair that he is. Um, But yeah, Kendrick Green, I don't know that I expected him to be ready to play right away. But what I did expect him to do was grow into the role over the course of the season and learn mm-hmm. it and become right. a competent center. Average. By this point yeah. in the season, this is some of the worst center play I've ever seen. It's and it, it was glaring when Creed Humphrey was taking on Cam Hayward one on one and holding his own. He was. And I was like, we could have drafted that guy. And instead, we got Kendrick fucking Green. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't say it anymore. Playing he was than tripping that. over the 40 yeah. yard line because he can't even find a guy to block. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's bad. And I mean, the the only one that came close was Sean Mahan, who spent most of the game on his flat on his back in 2009. Um, yeah. But other than that, I mean, we've had a really good run of centers too, from yep. you know yeah. Webster to Dawson to even you know uh, was it uh, Justin Hartwig and um, Harding, uh, who's Harding, Hardings. Jeff Hardings, yeah, yeah and, and then Pouncey. Yeah, I mean, we've had a good run of centers. And, and Hartwig and, and um, Hardings, neither of them were, like, all pro guys, but they were very solid top Absolutely. half of the league. No, no, no. Hardings, were... Hardings was a pro bowler. What? Yeah. Hardings was a pro bowler with the Steelers. Not an all pro, but a pro bowler, right. Yeah. But a pro yeah. bowler, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but we've had a really good run of centers. But it's, I mean, I agree. arguably – one of the most important positions on the line, because as we've seen, interior pressure just kills everything you want to do. It kills the running yeah. game. It kills the passing game. You just can't do anything. Well, you it's, know, in order to yep. avoid that, the, the interior offensive linemen have to actually make contact with the defensive tackles. I, so that Contact is, a, is always good. That's the first and prerequisite. And I think yeah. I think that maybe if they did that, at least it would it would slow things down a little bit. I don't know. What do Trey you think? Turner's been really bad about that this year, by the way. Trey Turner's he been awful. I don't, get, just... I don't get it. I do not get it. John LeGlue comes in off the street and is outplaying Trey Turner. He's been the most serviceable uh, what the of the interior fuck? guys in recent weeks. There's no doubt about it. Uh, just a reminder, everybody, we are very, very pl- proud, excuse me, to be part of the Pigskin Podcast Network, which means that we are very happy to be aligned with the folks at DraftKings. Uh, right now, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN, bet $1 on any team to score, and win $100 in free bets. 
If they score, you score with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting sports partner of the NFL. There it is. I spit it out eventually. Uh, uh, oh, my God. It's like acronyms and this and that. Hell with it all. Yeah. Okay. The Brownies come in this week, guys. Ian, is it as simple as just saying we've got to stop the running game? Somewhat, yeah. I mean, Baker Mayfield sucks. Um, You know, I I think I I mentioned the last time we played them that uh, my dad sent me a text message during the game and and said something to the extent of, like, if your life depended on Baker Mayfield leading a game-winning drive, you better get a priest to read you some last rites. Um, And uh, not only is that an all-world text from my dad. It's true. so um, great. But – you know, I saw a stat the other day on Twitter. Baker Mayfield in his career has had 16 opportunities for game-winning drives right. in the last two minutes of games, and they are two and 14 in those games. Yes. So it's kind yes. of true. Like uh-huh. he sucks when he has to actually yeah. throw the ball and yeah. doesn't and can't go play action and go off the running game. That said, if anyone from Cleveland is listening, you should absolutely pay him 40 million dollars a year for like the next <laughs> 50, 20 years. 50 million. Yeah. Fifty million, yeah. fully guaranteed. Fully five guaranteed. years, two hundred fifty million, fully guaranteed. Yes, absolutely. I think, I think the Green Bay game last week was his death knell. I think he's done there. I don't think there. He's there back. are Steelers fans who want to sign him if he. They comes are available. insane. I agree. They are on crack. Don't just look at his interceptions. He missed so many open receivers. And his his fundamentals go to shit. His footwork is terrible a lot of times. Plus, you know, and, and he's I, a douchebag. Let's be well, honest. The guy's a fucking douchebag. Well, and here's what I'll say too, though. Right, that it goes to the point we've been making all night and really all year that. Cleveland did some really good things with their offensive line, and a good offensive line can make up for a mediocre to bad quarterback and make the team yep. competitive. Yeah. Look at what the Jets yeah. did with Mark Sanchez back in the day. They had a really Look damn good offensive line. what the Steelers did line. with bad quarterbacks back Look in the day. That yeah. too, yes. But And the Browns went out and you know they drafted guys, they signed guys in free agency that were good linemen. Like if The Steelers are going to have some money next year in free agency. They should absolutely go out and sign – at least a guard, maybe another tackle also, and then maybe draft one of those positions in the first round too. Like, if you want to help whoever the next quarterback is after Ben Roethlisberger, the best thing you can do, forget drafting skill positions, the best thing yeah. you can do is is solidify the offensive line and fortify that unit because that's Honestly, what Cleveland did. They and don't it helped. need any skill positions. Yeah. No, no, they don't. No, no I agree. But – yeah, I mean, I think you drafted a developmental line. tight end. I I don't see Eric Ebron coming back. No, um, no. you know, you have Friar Muth as your starter. Gentry is has is becoming the backup anyway. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, you don't need a running back. You need a, a you need depth at running back, but you don't need a starter at running back. You've got wide receivers. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you obviously you need a wide receiver to develop, but the Steelers are really really good at developing wide receivers. And you can find those guys in the sixth and seventh round too. Like you can find which is weird. In the draft. Yeah, very very. Um, yeah, you yeah. You can find so, running I mean, backs late in the draft too. Like like just Ben. I know you said that you know we could have drafted Creed Humphrey over you know Pat Fryermuth, but yeah. what if? Just Should've. throwing this out there hypothetically, what if we had gone Friarmouth, 
Humphrey, and Trey Sermon, or Fryermuth Humphrey and uh, Khalil Herbert, or something like that. Yeah, like you know, is is Najee Harris that more valuable than Creed Humphrey? Like, I know if, if we had taken Fryermuth in the first round, people have been like, "What a reach!" We had so many other needs. Ah, you know, oh, of course. But sure. but then you know, if if you go Fryermuth Humphrey running back. Like there were decent, like Plenty. Khalil Herbert's looked good for the Bears when he's played. Yep. I know Montgomery's played most of the time. Um, you know, Trey Sermon got injured in San Francisco, but I mean, he was, you know, uh, would have been a good fit in our offense. So it just, you know, fortify the offensive line first is what we need to do. Yeah, I agree. I, I think part of the problem now in hindsight is that that people like Najee so much, especially as a person. Oh, he's and, great. He's out he's know, wonderful. Right. I, I, I don't think Najee yeah. has good outside speed. No, I'm, I'm not a believer that that he can run the outside stretch, but he's a very talented running back. Absolutely. I think yeah, in, no. in listening to Najee talk, he sees the game and can articulate it right. better than almost anyone I've I've seen that's not a quarterback in a long time. Mm-hmm. Like the the way he. And, you know, I'm sure other guys can see it that way, but the way Najee can articulate it in like mm-hmm. in interviews and say, well, you know, this guy was supposed to block here. So I knew I had to do this and that. And this was also happening. And just the, the way he sees the game and understands the running game and the passing game and everything else is is next level. And, you know, just on a, on a personal level, you know, his commitment to doing work in the community and all that's wonderful. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And he's a, he's a stand up human being. He's a great guy. And, and his understanding of the game is phenomenal. But I think at this point, with how bad the line play has been, he's just second guessing himself. Like he's not hitting the hole hard yep, anymore. I agree. He gets in there and he tries to dance around because he he's just uncertain of what's happening in front of him because the line play has been so bad. And that's not Najee's fault. I think I said last week having Najee Harris behind our our offensive lines like having a Cadillac in a trailer park. It's uh, it's just you mm-hmm. know there's just nothing mm-hmm. around him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're all on board. The, the Steelers got to find a way. They're not going to stop yeah, Nick. I, Chuck, I, you got to limit him. Yeah. I want to make one quick point that the thing the Steelers did to win that game. The last time they played the Browns was they stopped mm-hmm. the run and they ran the ball. Yeah. They did, they did both yeah. of those things and they did yep. it well. Yep. And they've got to do it again. If, if they want to win this game and they got to win it. Yeah. You know, they've, yeah. they've got to do both of those things. Well, um, it sets up play action. Mm-hmm. It'll it'll slow down that defense. You know, JOK is back. Um, Miles Garrett's getting healthy. Uh, they've got a ton of of talented defensive backs back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got to do. They've got to run the ball well. And yeah, this line they stink. Got to find a way. And yeah, and and the def- the defense has got to find a way too. I mean, granted, Wormley will be back. I can't believe I'm excited about the fact that Chris Wormley is coming back, but I am because well, I watched that defensive line last week. And Loudermilk is coming into his own, but he's still not a very good run defender. Um, not yet. You know, I think Henry a, Henry I think Mondo. Be a solid. I think Loudermilk will be a solid rotational line. I agree. Um, yeah. Like like a Travis Kershke, right? They give you some snaps every game, yeah. and. and yeah. Wouldn't have a big drop off, but he's, yeah. you know, never. Yeah. yeah, he'll be he'll be fine. He's mm-hmm. he's never going to be stellar, I don't think, but he's got plenty of room on that frame still to fill out. Yeah, you know, he can yeah. get bigger, he can get stronger. That's going to help him at the point of attack. 
Um, he's already got lateral quicks. Yeah, I think he does that well. Pretty impressive. Yeah. And he uses his hands well mm-hmm. already. So I think he's going to be – I'm pleasantly surprised. When they made the pick, I hated it. I was like, you traded a fourth next year. So you yeah. can take a guy this year. With you. That – what? why? What? And I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised so far. But, yeah, um, the defensive line, the defensive front, the whole mm-hmm. defensive front has got to play better. Yeah, they, you know, they, Adams, they gotta, you know Adams can't be jumping, trying to time that snap, and and trying to jump the line. Um, you know, TJ's got to play better this week. Uh, they do. Highsmith's got to play better this week. I mean, Cam has just got to play as well as he played every week. <laughs> that yeah. guy, that guy, man. He's uh, he's had a great year with all he's had to deal with being really yeah, he has. guy on the defensive line. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, so we, we do. You go back to that game. Of course, that was the game of the famous fake field goal when uh, Boswell got uh, jacked up along the sideline. We were without a kicker, um, and we still managed oh, yeah. to hang on and win that game 15-10 to 10, uh, in Cleveland. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's going to be a great venue to be in on Monday night, and uh, – um, I, I just, I can't even imagine the, uh, emotions and stuff that'll be there. And, and, you know, I'm not even going to try to predict what Bennett's going to do or not do. Um, I, I think if we fell behind, then I think it's going to be big Ben or all the time. Let's be honest. Um, with, with all due respect hope- to the late Kobe Bryant, Ben's going to do what Kobe did in his last game. And I mean, Kobe took what 80 shots in his last game. Ben, Ben Something might throw like 75 passes this game. He might, he, he might, uh, like Ben was referencing earlier, if he cuts the cord to uh, Matt Cannon's headset, he might. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It just stopped Sorry, working. Coach. Uh, Ben, hold on. We'll get the other helmet. Oh, Somebody's probably already hidden the other helmet. Um, what, what do you think happens this weekend, Ben? What do you got? Uh, man, I don't know. I'm nervous about this game. I, oh, hell yes. I you mean, know, I, Kevin th- Sofranski, I think you, don't, you run the ball every damn play. You should. He should have last week. Yeah. You don't give the ball in Baker Mayfield. Stupid. Um, I uh, I don't know. I think they're going to come in fired up, and I, I'd like to believe they're going to win. So I'm going to say Steelers 17, Browns 13. Okay. All right. I can see that. I can definitely see that. Ian? I'm, I'm kind of struggling with this one, too, because I think we win, but unless oh, Ben just goes – YOLO and takes it on himself to throw all the time. Like I'm not convinced we can convert a lot of opportunities into touchdowns. Um, So yeah, I mean, if the game's played in the thirties, we absolutely lose. Um, But I'm going to say, I'm going to say Steelers 27 Browns 21. 27-21. I, I think this game is going to feature a lot of field goals, um, or at the very <laughs> least, a lot of field goal attempts. Uh, I'm going to go uh, 22-19 Steelers. I have no idea if that means. 22-19. Yep, 
I'm giving you those weird numbers. It's going to be a lot of field goals. Uh, I don't know if that means Boswell kicks one to win it. Doesn't matter. Uh, just make your field goals, Boz. That's, that's all I can tell you um, from that uh, viewpoint. But uh, anyway, we uh, we'll have much more next week on on Ben's uh, presumably last home game. Um, uh, and yeah. then get ready. And of course, ironically, you know his his career really kind of kicked off in Baltimore and and uh, yeah. potentially could end in Baltimore. So um, hopefully we'll, not. Hopefully we get a playoff game. Right. But right. Win, right. Win two games and see what happens. That um, was yeah. Let's win these two and just let the chips fall. Um, yeah. That's for one, sure. One other thing before we go. Oh, uh, yeah. Shout out to a uh, friend of the show, Rizzo Sarge, who is uh, taking. A long leave of absence from Twitter. He mentioned the other day he's leaving Twitter. So the Twitter, yeah. Thanks, Sarge, for all your support over the years. We appreciate it. Rizzo yeah. has had a tough go. He's had some some personal issues over the last year or two with family members and stuff, and illnesses and everything. And you know, sometimes it's just the best thing to do. Some people take a little break from Twitter or social media, and and he's basically saying, nah, I need to take more than that." Um, whether or not he does. We don't know. He knows he's always got uh, friends here. And, and uh, as you said, Ian, we appreciate his support over the years. Um, hopefully uh, everything's well with him and, and things get better for him as well. Hey, um, uh, we should uh, yeah. we should wish Ellie a happy birthday. We well, Even though she didn't my, call in. I, I'm disappointed. Hell, Ellie? I, I'm sad um, she didn't call. I, I have a feeling based on some photos I've seen from earlier that she may not be in any condition, <laughs> condition let's say, to speak to to call in. Um, but wait a minute, uh, we all drink on the show. What do you mean? Well, let's just assume that she's had much more than she usually does. Uh, I'm gonna just throw that out there. I think that's probably the case. That's uh, but fair. Anyway. I, I will I also she, add, though, yeah. that it is a little disappointing because British people have a great way of stringing swear words together that was probably like the only applicable way to describe that Steelers game against the Chiefs. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I think the last time she joined us, she, she did, in fact, string a few words together. Um, and and uh, the audience was, was quite pleased with that. Um, so we'll, we'll hopefully get her on very, very soon. Uh, but happy birthday to her for sure. So, all right, for you guys and for our great sponsors, Deck Roofing, Pigskin Podcast Network, and DraftKings, we are signing off on the SCB Steelers podcast. And, hey, go Steelers. Ravens suck. Fuck the Browns. <laughs>